0: Welcome to the Pimful Podcast. I am your host, Liz. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus.
1: What up, party people?
0: Happy Impact Day. Did it, is... it impact you? Oh, Was wow. it impactful?
1: Do you like to use impact font? No. Oh. I I do sometimes, actually. I never do. That's like one of my favorite fonts, weirdly enough.
2: Oh, really? My favorite's like I'm a big I'm actually a big Proxima Nova one. It's my one of my favorite ones. And Poppins,
1: Poppins is cute. I've never seen Poppins before.
2: Remember Poppins from It's Always Sunny? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm big. Anyways, that's not what this show is
0: about. Oh God.
2: Okay. (laughs) That is
3: not the point of the show.
1: Yeah, so impact. Oh boy, we have a lot to uh, talk about. Um, firstly, enough though. We have a little bit of an update on the G one predictions. I know we didn't talk about going over this first, but I feel like this might be a good way to start the show. Get yeah, yes, it, out- it is. Get it out of the way. Um. So, not going to give an update on any of the match winners. Uh, but just talk about our block picks because we picked the winners of each block and the uh, the the semi-final winners and then the, the final winner so the only one of our picks that's out right now is My pick for a block Tom Lawler, so Liz is already up by one uh, uh, against me so Hopefully things turn around uh, that D block is getting very uh, contentious and my It might have even been updated since I last checked because I don't know if I checked today or yesterday Um, But I'm gonna use this as a nice segue into Saying that uh we'll be doing our predictions for emergence impacts emergence after the bests of the night tonight and uh like I mentioned yesterday, we won't be doing a recap of emergence. We'll just be talking about how our predictions went, transferring the title, hopefully. And
2: Hopefully not. Just in case you're wondering what the title is, I want you to all remember the title is an egg with tits
0: and a top hat. My lady. <sighs> um the tits were hand drawn
2: by me. Um he's got like a nice or she, I don't know, whatever the egg identifies as. Uh, the egg
0: has a nice uh, bodice. A little, look at that! Look at that waist
3: snatched,
0: if you will. You can keep the hat like
1: tilted to the side. Yeah. You know. I want everyone to know that that egg was originally a a birthday gift for me, from and a, a, a dear friend.
2: You've got your friends with deers. That's nice. I didn't even know All that right, they had so... the money to buy
1: it. We'll be recapping Emergence or our predictions for Emergence on Monday, um, which is our our King of the Ring 2K22 live stream. So all that will be happening there. Uh, but yeah, Emergence predictions tonight after Best of the Night. And we had to go home to Emergence today.
0: We did. We emerged, or we haven't really emerged yet, have we?
1: Wasn't a super exciting show. We had a couple pretty good matches. One great match, a twenty-minute banger between Rocky Romero and Mike Bailey.
2: I think that was them trying to make up for the fact that they didn't really have a like a main event.
1: Yeah, probably.
2: Like that was the main event.
1: Yeah, and then we had a fifteen-minute uh, contract signing segment to finish off the night between Josh Alexander and Alex Shelley, where Alex Shelley absolutely smoked josh promo wise that was that was rough
2: josh said you're not winning this title so you're allowed to win this fucking promo
1: yeah shelly (laughs) shelly fucking called him a mark for an alex shelly mark um he he basically put over Chris Sabin too, in that same promo, saying that he's been fighting through three torn ACLs. <laughs> Shelly showed us why he's one of the best. Um, But aside from that, we also had the debut, the in-ring debut of Killer Kelly. Um, hey, a little squash match against some OVW talent, Tiffany Nieves. Mm-hmm. Uh we had Deaner versus Kushida, ahead of uh Violent by Design versus Chris Sabin and Kushida. And then we opened the show with Kenny King versus Carl Anderson, ahead of Honor No More versus Bullet Club. I think that's ten man tag match or twelve man? I think ten man. Ten man makes sense. Ten.
0: Ten.
1: Okay. Oh, and we also had Madison Rain versus Mia Yim. Ahead of Mia Yim's match against Jordan Grace for the knockouts title.
0: Yeah, Jordan's uh Jordan was a bit of a bitch today.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But we'll get into that.
1: I- I'm hoping Mia Yim comes out of that with that title. we love love to see her with that uh, title. For I feel day. like
2: she might. I feel like she yeah. has a decent enough chance. She's a fan
0: favorite. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's not to say that Jordan isn't, but
1: mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to see which titles change hands at Emergence, especially since the the men's tag titles aren't up, right?
0: Yeah, they are, aren't they?
1: No, because the they? guys who would be fighting for it are are in the oh ten man.
0: Yeah. that might be at the next pay-per-view kind
2: of
1: yeah i I, is the next one bound for Um,
2: i don't think so because it's august i'm
0: sure there's probably something in september isn't there's um let's see there's something i've had their i've had their ticket site open for a while now so
1: oh have you
3: yeah
1: um let's see i'm sure i only just got out of it i'm sure it's on cage match Oh no, it's not okay. Good to know. Um. Wow, Bound for Gore is not even on Cage Match right now. It's just Overdrive, which is in November, and Kentucky Chaos, which is in November.
2: I remember seeing Overdrive, and I was like, "Huh, hm, that looks like bullshit. That looks <laughs> like Fastlane."
1: Yeah, probably. Um. Is there no schedule? Oh, I guess events. Emergence, Lone Star. Oh, Victory Road, of course, because that's always the lead up to Bound for Glory, Victory Road. And that's happening uh, September 23rd. Um, All right, so you want to talk about some news?
0: Yeah, sure. Let me pull up the news first. There's not a ton of news today.
1: We did just go about the news yesterday.
0: Yeah, not not a ton has happened between now and then. Um I think it's mostly WWE news. Um fun little AEW fact actually. Um Did you hear about a uh, about um the Wingman? No the workhorse men are now part of the wingmen Because, I mean, J.D. was already part of the wingman for a minute.
2: So now, technically, it's just Anthony Henry's part of the wingmen, which I love. I am so excited.
1: Yeah. Because also, maybe
2: right. we'll get to like, see more of them.
1: You see, I thought the thing was J.D. Drake was out of Wingmen and just teaming with Anthony Henry as the workhorseman. You
2: no, know, it looks like he like took a break from the wingmen more or less. And now Peter Avalon has finally announced that the workhorse men are wingmen," He said, now there are five hot boys in the group. And I love that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Good for them. <laughs> Expanding their interests, if you will. Um, I guess also in AW News, Jeff Hardy's hearing was pushed back 60 days because, you know, I guess that just fucking happens. Um, it was scheduled for August 17th. It was pushed back um 60 days. And he... Waived the right to a speedy trial, which I think is fair because I'm pretty sure if he had a speedy trial, they'd say no, you were drunk,
0: and they would end it at that.
3: Yeah. Which, you know.
0: Um. All right, let's talk about some
2: dub dub. Actually, no, let's talk about uh some A W news. Um. Chris Outlander finally like broke her silence about um her injury and apparently it wasn't necessarily you said something about her foot landing on her foot wrong yeah it wasn't that it was her knee um she fucked up her one knee before and now she has fucked up her other knee she made a tweet about it and i feel really bad for her because she was like i'm sorry for letting you all down i was like oh no chris please stop
1: yeah no no details as far as timeline or specific injury but um apparently she was backstage at AEW with crutches um so hopefully she recovers soon
2: yeah it sucks especially with like a new gimmick
1: and apparently she was in line to get a huge push like quote huge push
2: but you know what she's a fan favorite when she comes back it's gonna be a massive pop and on top of that it's gonna be probably a huge push
3: especially if they keep
2: pushing the women's champions the way they have been to the point where it's boring.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Also, in not WWE news, but sort of WWE news, um, Ric Flair! Have you heard about Ric Flair? Have you heard about what Ric Flair said? think so. Ric Flair said, in a quote, and this is a direct quote, I wish I hadn't said that was my last
2: match. That's going to get heat. Hell, they wanted me to wrestle in Puerto Rico on Saturday night. I said, guys, I cannot get in the ring one week later. And the guy looked at me and said, well, you know what? Could could retire in Puerto Rico, can't you? No, 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 that's not the point. So Ric Flair is kind of teasing that he might actually come back again.
1: He, I mean...
2: If he does,
0: I swear to God.
1: A lot of people expect him to, to not retire and come back at some point which it's yeah. Ric Flair he loves that shit he Um loves the spotlight baby and considering he passed out twice in the last match uh, I feel like it might get to the point where we see a man die in the ring
3: good
0: gee I'd hope not
1: yeah same
0: um
1: I uh, alright I, if we want to go back to aw news i got I got a quick aw uh news piece real quick
2: theoretically that could almost be aw news because andrade is his son-in-law so
1: oh okay okay
2: i'll give i'll give that the segue
1: and Jay lethal too Jay lethal is also and Jay that.
0: Lethal's also his son-in-law
1: <laughs> um so according to brian alvarez brian alvarez apparently reported that buddy buddy matthews was off tv recently um not due to injury at all um as some people thought but rather he took unapproved bookings and was benched for a while so not everyone has the luxury of being able to take independent bookings whenever they want to Mm. seemingly um buddy matthews seems to be one of those people and uh we saw him pop up in some Australian promotion where he was like, I think, I don't remember the name of it, it might have been like MCW or something, um, but he, uh, that's unfortunate, especially since Buddy Matthews is an incredible wrestler and I feel like he shouldn't be taken off TV for taking other bookings, unless it was in an agreement he had and he breached that agreement. In which case, I understand.
2: I I understand it. I mean, especially when you're in... You don't want him to get injured. I mean, there's so much risk involved, especially when he's in like this big faction right now. I'm sure that they are like... We can't... We can't risk that. And Especially
1: when all of your top guys are injured. And at that point, Malachi Black was going through an injury too that that would make it two out of the three members of your faction Um two out of the four members of your faction out on injury that's not good um... but it is it's good to see him back Um, i'm wondering who else is part of that list that can't take independent bookings i feel like names like darby allen adam page um, among others can't take independent bookings
0: yeah no i'm sure um
2: i i mean i i know like especially uh, it's only it's interesting that they're letting thunder rosa not necessarily take independent bookings because it is still technically benefiting AEW um in a big way but i'm inter it's interesting that they're letting her wrestle overseas because i know with brit they weren't doing that
1: yeah, I think that's one of the cases where it was an approved booking. Like, um, how she wrestled at Warrior Wrestling just after getting the title. Um, and did she wrestle there, or did she just relinquish the title? I think she just relinquished it, actually. Um, But, mentioning Britt, now now that you mentioned her right as soon as she lost that title she was on some booking i think it was like enjoy wrestling um she made an appearance i think with chelsea green and Mac cardona
2: i mean if it's with chelsea green how are you gonna tell the difference between the two of them
0: <laughs> that's that twin magic bullshit
1: uh but yeah yeah um so i guess it's a champions thing and probably a lot of their their prospects type thing um yeah
0: um it makes sense it's Mm -hmm. not um all right so we're gonna phase
2: into some wwe news um if you were hoping that you'd never see
0: brock lesnar again um you're gonna be sorely fucking mistaken um Brock Lesnar
2: is on the advertising for WrestleMania goes Hollywood. And so is Kofi Kingston with the worst picture I've ever seen of Kofi Kingston. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you saw the tweet, but they're like selling that like pre-sale, that big show that they were talking about um, on Raw and NXT. Mm -hmm. They're selling tickets for it. And um, Kofi, like if you use like true Kofi at checkout, you can get a discount. And Kofi Kingston tweeted this like graphic for it. And he looks fucking atrocious. And he's even like, ignore the horrible picture, but also here's the promo code. And I was like, Oh my God, my poor man. Why did they do you like this? (laughs) That's cruelty. Um, but yeah, Brock Lesnar's on the WrestleMania goes Hollywood. Um,
0: uh, uh, advertising. Sorry. I forgot the word. Um, which, you know, maybe it's just wishful thinking for them.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, speaking of WWE, I, I may have found a little bit of a breaking story. If I can confirm it.
2: I'm going to keep going before you do, okay? Okay. Um, in addition to that, we have um, news that AJ Francis has been spot has been or has been expected to be at the August 12th episode of SmackDown. So we might be seeing that. Um, We might be seeing Ashante Adonis also back, which would be really great, especially if they can get B-Fab
0: back, because I'm sure, you know, Swerve was a big part of... um... Oh, why am I blanking? Hit Row. Fuck me, they said their name every
2: fucking
3: (laughs) five minutes.
1: Hero. I don't miss that
2: um but it's was a big part but I don't think that they would be totally fucked without him so I'd really love to see the return of
0: that um also there um are rumors that Cody's coming back
2: sooner rather than later he is expected to be at the August 22nd raw taping um, he's on the advertising at the scotia bank arena so maybe they're gonna adam Cole him, and have him come back before he's cleared to like talk shit get hit
3: mm-hmm. kind of
0: stuff um and then my final piece of news is about bray wyatt um i don't know what your piece of news is about
1: yeah, if were- it's it's not news. It's it's not confirmed. It was somebody posted that the twenty four seven championship was was retired according to WWE's website, but that is not the case. I'm on the website Stop. right now. It's still as Dana Brooke as the twenty four seven champion.
2: If only.
0: Um. So Bray Wyatt, as everyone knows, uh, vanished according to um. Uh. Russell Talk nobody had a fucking
2: clue where, like, nobody backstage had a clue where the Bray Wyatt Randy Orton feud was going. No one had a goddamn idea. Um, And then after he was released a lot of wrestlers said that they didn't feel comfortable pushing back on creative because Bray Wyatt, that was, like, the whole reason he was released. Um, There's a report that Vince McMahon would talk mad shit to Bray about his body Um And now there's speculation that Bray Wyatt is going to return to the
0: WWE. John Cena fueled that speculation. Um, A lot of people um, think that his recent tweets have been angling towards that. Um, And then on top of that... Uh,
2: a person who works with him heavily said i can't speak for him but i know i've heard his name brought up and i know i don't know how you f- how you couldn't feel better about coming in now if you were him um in relation to with triple h being in charge
3: mm-hmm.
2: so i personally just want to put my ideas out there i would love for the cameras to just kind of like we think we're cut to commercial or we think we're cut to black but what do we cut to instead the firefly funhouse Or, even creepier, even better than that,
0: you know what we cut to? You know what we do? You know how, um, God, what was it? There's some movie, it's a really popular movie, and I don't know why I'm blanking on it, um, where this guy would,
2: he, like, worked at a cinema, and he would intersperse, like, one single frame of, like, something horribly grotesque into, like, movies. So, like, it would flash on screen and then
1: they did that in Fight Club.
2: Thank you. That's what I was thinking of. I was like wondering if it was Fight Club or not.
1: It wasn't it um, wasn't anything grotesque, though. It was just. Um,
2: wasn't that like porn or something?
1: No. Well, it was frames of Tyler Durden. Some of them.
2: I remember it was fr- like it wasn't like. Sorry, I-, I didn't mean to say scene. I just meant like it was like a single frame. It would flash mm-hmm. on screen and then like people would be like, huh? Seven. But it'd be so.
1: I think Seven also did that.
0: Seven, uh, no, I don't think Seven did that. I don't know. That's not the point of the show. Um, If you know what movie did that, comment. (laughs) Um, But it'd be
2: so cool if we're like, you know, wrestling match just ends. We're about to go backstage, but between the going backstage, like the fade out from the commentary to the fade in from like, I don't know, fucking Kevin backstage trying to talk to Finn and it's two Irish guys. um, We should have a less than like two second clip of the empty Firefly Funhouse.
0: Just there. There and gone. That'd be so fucking cool. Triple H do it. Sorry, I spooked myself. I got so excited.
1: Oh yeah, no, you're you're Coast right. Um it was Um Well in in the movie Fight Club, Tyler Durden he in the movie splices in single frames of porn
2: okay yeah it was something graphic
1: but then like in the movie single frames of uh tyler durden are flashed in
0: gotcha um yeah i just think that that would be
2: really fucking cool Mm mm-hmm and spooky and it
0: does exactly what it's supposed to do which is creep people out i think there should be an entire
1: episode where everything feels just like off like there's puppets everywhere
2: the one thing i want i don't want commentary to say shit about it Mm -hmm. i don't want commentary being like oh that was weird (laughs) i want commentary to be like Cause I want them to, cause like, that's what makes it uncanny Valley. Kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. you know,
3: sorry.
2: Just, yeah. Oh, Bray Wyatt returning firefly Funhouse returning. Oh my God. Oh my God.
0: I want and rollers. I want uh what's the little fucking. I don't
1: remember. Little the fucking,
0: uh, no, the rabbit.
1: Yeah. The rambling rabbit. Rambling rabbit. rabbit. Yeah. But yeah
2: fucking what was it abigail or something
1: Mm-hmm. i hope we just get i i'm hoping for swamp bray or maybe something new something new will be fun
2: no firefly funhouse works for me.
1: um do you have any more news for us
2: no nah, i got nothing for you okay i also don't have the right sign
1: up then let's talk about tonight's impact we started off the night with kenny king versus carl anderson
2: and I started off the night with a
0: tummy ache.
1: Good to know.
0: Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm like a little caffeinated. Um, so, we start
2: with a drop total. That gets King um, the upper hand until Carl kind of slips free of what becomes a side headlock. Get some arm drags. Anderson hits a back elbow oh, to King that slows King down just a little bit. Um. Gets him out on the apron, but King counters the blows that Carl is dealing out by hanging Carl's knee up. On the middle ropes, um, and then he starts targeting that knee mercilessly, just, like, you know, kicking it, knocking it around, as you do. Um, Carl and King start exchanging blows, though, as Carl finally starts getting back to his feet, getting back to where he needs to be. Um, then, however, King stomps that knee, hits him with a dragon screw. Carl manages an uppercut, slows King down a little bit before hitting a few, like, lariats a power slam. Carl starts to feel
0: himself. And it's funny, I typed that the moment Tom Hannafan said that, and I was like. Um. We then get a sent on to King that nearly lands on King's face. Um.
2: King, however, gets a scorpion kick to Carl, which precedes several blows and an exploder suplex. Uh, then we get like the strangest sort of cross legged submission on Carl. Carl ends up reaching the bottom rope, though. King then gets Carl up on his shoulders and sets up for I don't fucking know what looked kind of like a fireman's carry takeover, but Carl ends up reversing it, hits the gun stun, and uh wins the fucking match right then and there.
1: Yeah. Um pretty good match. Pretty pretty fun. Um, but after the match, Kenny King attacks Carl Anderson. Um, but then Heath comes out. The the honor assassin that he is the honor hunter the honor hunter uh, attacks Kenny King and then runs away um so then we get a video package for Alex Shelley and Josh Alexander ahead of their contract signing and then we go right to Diener versus Kushida
0: right and this was actually kind of a hell of a match But it's also Kushida. I mean, how could it not be a hell of a match?
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, We get a kick to the leg of Diener twice before Kushida takes control, grabs the arm of Diener. Kushida then gets a headlock on Diener, grinds into it. um, But when Diener gets free, he gets hit with a forearm. um, Or sorry, when Diener gets free, Diener gets hit with a forearm. I don't think I phrased that properly. We then get an arm drag and an arm drag. And then Diener fakes out the third arm drag, making Kushida kind of twirl and land on the ground. Stomps on Kushida. It doesn't really matter. We get a Shote to Diener twice before Diener is sent to the apron. And then, furthermore, sent off the apron after Kushida hangs Diener's arm up on the ropes. Diener then runs around the ring, tries to get away from Kushida by running towards Doring. So Kushida and Doring kind of face off. And Sabin tries to take on Doring as Kushida does this little face off. And then Diener takes revenge by running around the entire ring and attacking Kushida from behind. Diener then bites Kushida for good measure before we go to commercial break, which I thought was just a nice little touch. Um, we then get some big chops to Diener, but Diener fights back by clawing the eyes of Kushida. We get a boot to Diener and some kidney shots, but Kushida gets the upper hand, gets the big crossbody, gets the Pele kick um, before hitting that hip toss drop kick that he loves to fucking do. Um, we then, however, get a dropper to Kushida. After Kushida goes for the back elbow, Diener stops him from getting it, hits the clothesline instead. Then Diener goes up top. Kushida, however, dislodges him with a little kick. uh, Meets him up there. I will hiccup. Um, And then he tries to go for that hoverboard lock off the top rope, but instead Dorian kind of gets on the apron. He tries to distract. He like barks at the ref. Um, Sabin levels his ass. Kushida is then knocked down. Um, Diener goes for the diving head, but misses that because Kushida
0: avoids it. Um, and then Kushida just wins with a huge fisherman suplex.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was a very fun match. Um, we then go have a promo from Brian Myers. He says talking to a bunch. You know, he's talking to a bunch of people about beating uh, Black Taurus. Boopender then walks in. He says, "I'm done with your mind games. I challenge you for the digital media title." You said champion never says no to a challenge. Myers says. Think you got what it takes? Want to be the verified pro wrestler? See you at Emergence. Straight into the point. Um, we then had a promo from Eric Young after Diener's loss. He's saying to VBD, He keeps saying you revile the sickness, and I have given you opportunity to rid it. You fail time and time again. Tomorrow, it's Violent by Design versus Chris Sabin and Kushida. There's one option left, but the designer to step in. I've been saying this world doesn't belong to them or belong to us. This world belongs to me. Violent by design. Um So hopefully it's young and Doring versus Kushida and Sabin. If Diener's in that match, it is not gonna be uh it's gonna be very predictable. Um Then we have Tiffany Nieves versus the debuting Killer Kelly.
2: Yeah, I mean, what am I supposed to say here? Nieves um, slaps Killer Kelly, which is like her first fucking mistake. Gets her shit rocked. I don't normally wear wired headphones, so I just fucking obviously yank them out of my ears. Um, she gets her shit rocked, uh, gets a kick to the arm, and then we get a drop to Nieves' face. Um, killer Kelly
0: gently slithers before getting the killer clutch to win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um Then we have a promo from Honor No More. Eddie Edwards does all the talking here. He says twenty four hours away and we picked a battle for our existence. It is all on the line tomorrow night. We have been here before. We have been in companies that don't respect us, yet we are still here. Tonight you faced Carl Anderson, Kenny. Sure you didn't win, but he limped. Because you understand this is all about Uh, This is about all of us together. PCO, we asked you to prove loyalty, and you did. Because of what we've all done, Bull Club goes into tomorrow night, worse for wear. I have no doubt you guys will get your tag titles, but more importantly, we will continue to spread spread our message. And show all of them that there truly is honor no more. And then uh, we get Madison Rain versus Mia Yim.
0: Right, which was... (laughs) Not ideal. Um, not and Just not the best match in the world. Um,
2: we get some arm drags on a sweep of Madison's leg that sends Madison to ringside. Mia kind of chases her around the ring. Madison goes back in the ring. Mia follows her. Madison then gets out of the ring, slams Mia into the ring post head first, chokes her out against the ropes. We get a sliding lariat to Mia. Um, but Mia ends up coming back a little bit. She gets the tarantula hold against the ropes and releases um, right before the five count. She goes for a drop kick, but Rain avoids, hits her with the Northern Lights suplex. Um, She then slams Mia's head um, sorry, Madison Rain then slams Mia's head into the mat vis-a-vis her knees, which honestly I hate that move, because like, I feel like it looks like it would it protects Mia so much Mm -hmm. and it clearly protects
0: Mia so much you know? Like, your knees are pretty thick Mm -hmm. I don't know Anyways Um, uh, Madison then goes for the hurricane round on Mia, uh, but she gets caught.
2: Mia nearly powerbombs her. It's clear that they are not in the right positioning for the powerbomb, so Mia has to kind of reset. She gets the powerbomb, though. We get a cannonball onto Rain and a cover, but the ring awareness, baby, it's the ring awareness. Madison Rain um, has it. Mia Yim apparently doesn't tonight. Uh, Madison Rain grabs the bottom rope. Um, She hits a big crucifix bomb to Mia after uh, back body drop. Um, but Mia ends up blocking the cross Reign. She gets a Pele kick and then hits eat defeat to win.
1: Yeah. Uh, and this was Madison Rain's last match in Impact. It's official. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because Jordan Grace said made her a goodbye tweet to her. So... Hopefully, she kills it over at AEW and brings a lot more light to the women's roster.
2: I, I, listen, I've got my own opinions about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really fucking irresponsible of Tony to bring in another woman when we've got a ton of women that aren't being fucking utilized.
3: But. It's
0: like, it's like telling kid like, we've got that at home, and Tony's like, but I want the new one. It's like, Tony.
2: Got enough toys.
1: Yeah, but she has a coach, so she's doing more than just wrestling.
2: That's true, but they shouldn't have her in there as a wrestler. That's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. As a personality, sure. As a coach, sure. We have enough women's wrestlers.
1: Like, like, it's one thing if she was having additional matches, but she's taking the spot, like, taking half of the only match, only women's match um on the cards. So um after that we had a, I guess a promo from Chelsea Green and Diana Perrazzo. Um they're talking about how the their bachelorette party or Diana's bachelorette party and wedding party is all set up. Um they talk they mention not knowing what's going on with Decay, but they're gonna win those titles. It's very pointless. We then had a promo from Jordan, Grace, and Mia Yim. I didn't quite catch the last bit of it. um, But it's them talking about their, their title match tomorrow. Um, Jordan throws shade about short title reigns. And then Mia says, you're all too familiar about short title reigns.
2: Oh, yeah. She basically was like, oh, yeah. You who had... Because she was like, oh, well, you know, I was a tag team champion. And Mia was like... Yeah,
0: the shortest reigning tag team champion. And I was like, Mia. Mm-hmm. We can't just say that.
1: <laughs> um. After that, we had Rocky Romero versus Mike Bailey for the X Division Championship.
2: Yeah, and we, we started this match with like that back and forth, evenly matched bullshit, everything you can do, I can do better. I hate it. 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 Love Mike Bailey, love Rocky Romero, hate that shit. Um, Romero then, however, drop kicks Bailey's foot, getting him into a fitting predicament, but Bailey gets free. Um, and we go to commercial break, and when we come back, the first thing we are greeted by is the gentle sound of a thwack of a man chopping another man's chest. <laughs> I was like, uh, we don't need music to come back. Um, Bailey then kicks the steel post, which Bailey loves those spots and I hate those spots because I'm just like, Oh, sweet pea. The bones, they're gen- they're delicate bones. Please. Don't hurt yourself. Um But then he kind of takes like a sort of shitty hurricane rana to on the ringside area. Romero then hits a knee drop to the arm of Bailey off the top rope, and Romero's whole thing is basically
0: just um not even it's it's not even it's not even like focusing on a certain body part rocky straight up was just like i'm gonna break every joint that he has that seemed to be his plan
3: yeah
0: um which you know i respect it sure whatever it's, it, it is a plan after all um
2: Bailey ends up getting a single-leg drop kick though, to the face of Romero. It slows Romero's m- momentum significantly. Hits a, one of his cool little spiral flips onto Romero, but it isn't enough for a cover. Romero ends up getting free. Starts targeting that arm of Bailey. We then get a tornado DDT to Bailey, uh, but it isn't enough to get Romero the title. Bailey goes for those rapid kicks. Um, still not enough for, uh, to stop Romero from turning Bailey inside out with a lariat. I'm leaning way too far back. Um... Bailey gets a huge super kick, though. Both men hit the mat. Then we uh, go back to kicking the arm of Bailey before sending him outside of the ring, diving out onto him. Bailey, however, kind of gets his rocks up a little bit, hits the moonsault off the apron before going up top, getting dislodged by Romero. Romero then hits a drop kick off the top rope to the ribs of the speedball. But Romero can't get the three count, no matter what he fucking tries. Bailey still gets up, no matter what Romero fucking tries. Um he hits the double knee moonsault on Romero, but that's also not enough. Romero goes for the armbar, can't really get that locked in. Um, then uh, Romero hits the Shiranui to Bailey, which I didn't know that was a fucking thing. Um, thank Damn. you, closed captioning. Um, he wants to slice bread on Bailey, but it almost results in Romero's demise. Almost results in him getting um, rolled up. Bailey then goes for ultimate weapon. Rocky avoids it. No worries, Bailey kicks Romero down, gets him with Ultima Weapon, wins the match, retains, yada yada yada.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um then we have, I guess, like the main event. The contract signing between Josh Alexander and Alex Shelley. Um Scott Damore is on the mic. He says, In my 30 plus years in the sport, I have had a lot of roles. Of all the roles, I am always at heart a coach. Tomorrow night at Emergence, two of the very best I have had the honor of coaching are going to square off one-on-one. I'd like to introduce first a multiple-time tag team champ, X-Division champ, and an individual for the first time in his career will be challenger for the Impact World Championship. Now, Shelley comes out, and Scott then says, Now his opponent, also a former multiple-tag team champion, former X-Division champion and going into emergence, your current and reigning Impact champion, Josh Alexander. Josh walks out. Scott says, you both know how excited I am personally. More importantly, is this kind of match is what Impact has been built on. Two world-class wrestlers at the top of their game competing for the ultimate prize. To any wrestling fan, this is a dream match. I'm excited to make it official at this contract signing. Josh, you have exercised your right to sign first. So, Josh says, before we get too far, I need to echo what Scott said. Nobody is more excited than me. I have wanted this match for a very long time. It's going to be one hell of a match. The first time I bought a ticket to a wrestling show was 2005. You were on the card. The reason I remembered you more than anyone else, I saw what everyone else has seen for two decades. You're unafraid to be so unique. You dare to be original in an unoriginal business. The day after that show, I stepped in the ring for the first time. In those 17 years, we have never had a one-on-one match. In those years, I've seen the effect you've had on the business. I've seen the dozens of Alex Shelley copycats you've left along the way. It'll be my honor to beat the real Alex Shelley." Shelley then responds, I have copious amounts of respect for you, and I feel our careers have run parallel in a lot of ways. Both X Division champions and very influential tag teams. Uh, although." Motor City Machine Guns may be a little more influential than the North. Uh, you've been able to do something I haven't been able to you're Impact Champion, you've taken down everybody and you just said you were gonna beat me. You mentioned a plethora of Alex Shelley copycats what makes you think you're different from any of those clones? Uh, Alexander says I'm more of a Chris Sabin guy a guy that's won the big one before. That begs the question as somebody who's followed your career so closely, why haven't you been able to win the big one? Unless the problem is you. Unless it's self-sabotage. I didn't get it until I won this championship. It comes with pressure and responsibility. I think you're scared. So I hope you're over with. You're over that. Tomorrow night, I don't want to beat Alex Shelley at his best. I need to beat Alex Shelley better than his best. Alex Shelley's best hasn't been good enough to get the job done in the past. Then Shelley says... I have had this many world title shots and impact. My love for pro wrestling is wavered by an EKG reading over the years. I'm not going to argue with you about passion of wrestling. You talk about the pressure, but do you understand what Chris Sabin has gone through as champion? It's not one, it's not two, it's three torn ACLs. He's guaranteed to have both knees replaced. You've been caught on too. Your neck is fused. You've got a torn pec, torn bicep, torn lat, torn ACL, a number of orthopedic injuries. That's not going to be the biggest hurdle you face when you step in the ring with me. It's going to be everything related to your psyche. When you look across from me, you're going to look at Alex Shelley, your hero. You'll be transported back to 2005 on the other side of that guardrail, being a high school senior who became a wrestler 24 hours later because of me. I'm going to see an Alex Shelley mark. So at emergence, I'm not going to leave you empty-handed, but you're not leaving with that. Let me give you a consolation prize. He signs the contract and says, there's your Alex Shelley autograph, and then leaves. He smoked him.
2: That was fucking intense. I like.
1: <sighs> My God, that this match is going to be a match of the year contender. I can already see it. My God.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I... Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. They don't call it a dream match for nothing, baby.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's tonight's Impact. you want to talk about some bests of the night? Fuck. This has been one long news segment. It's been a lot of news. Listen,
0: at the end of the day,
1: yeah. this is news! It is news. Um... Alright, so before we get to the best of the night, if you have a question for us, you do ask us anything, we love talking to you, we love answering your questions, leave it in the chat now, it can be about anything, uh, if you're watching on spot- on YouTube, leave a comment, we'll get to it in the next one, if you're listening on Spotify, join us at twitch.tv forward slash pinfallpodcast uh, to chat with us live, or DM us on Twitter, at pinfallpodcast, we love answering your questions. Alright and you, and uh before we get to the best of the night once again let's quickly go through the top 10 wrestlers in pro wrestling wins losses all that shit the objective top 10 wrestlers in pro wrestling so number 10 the winner of the 2022 best of super junior tournament in new japan pro wrestling hiromu takahashi number 9 the undisputed wwe Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. Number 8 from BJW, Daisuke Sekimoto. Number 7 from New Japan Pro Wrestling, former IWGP Tag Team Champion, Great O'Kan. uh Number 6, uh, the Super Asia Champion from Gato Move, Balian Aki. Number 5, The current GCW World Champion, the AEW Interim World Champion, John Moxley. Number four uh, from Dragon Gate, Yuki Yoshioka. Number three from Dragon Gate, Kaito Ishida. Number two from Dragon Gate, Kota Minora. And number one, the King of Pro Wrestling Champion from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Shingo Takagi. Alright. So, we don't even need to talk about promo of the night because we all know what it is. It's, it's true. that goddamn contract. All right, you want to talk about Wrestler of the Night?
0: I'll talk about the Wrestler of the Night.
1: All right, here are your three choices Kushida, Mike Bailey, and Rocky Romero.
0: I want to give it to Mike Bailey, honestly.
1: I agree. I agree with that. All right, and finally, let's talk about match of the night. Uh, I I personally think it's no contest. It's Rocky Romero versus Mike Bailey. Twenty minute banger. X Division's always a, a spotlight on some of the best wrestling you'll ever see. So. That's my pick.
0: I would agree. Cool. Cool. Nothing else quite came close to it.
3: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Alright, so... Now that we've got our best of the night out of the way, you want to do some predictions?
0: Oh, shit, yeah. Um... Yeah, let's do it.
1: Do you want to also... Maybe not tonight, but we could. I have the bracket. Maybe do a little prediction for the trios tournament.
2: We could fill out a bracket. Not right now, but we could
0: fill out a bracket.
1: Maybe for, uh, for Monday or Tuesday.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. Let me pull up the matches. All right. Matches. Does this have all of them? Um, what was made tonight? Okay, that was made tonight. Alright, so... Ready for the first match? I think so. So the first match is... Brian Myers versus Boop Gujer for the Digital Media Championship.
0: You know what I'm picking, you know what I'm picking here.
1: You're you're going with Boopender. I know that. Boops. I'm going with Brian Myers.
0: Is it M E Y E R S or M Y E R
1: S? M Y E R S.
3: Okay. Um. All
0: right. I mean, have fun being wrong, but.
3: Uh,
1: I'm gonna put my uh dq card here no actually no i'm not no i'm not not gonna do that because they wouldn't open the show with a dq that's a horrible way to uh start for everyone the crowd all right
0: no i'm gonna put my dq card here (laughs) okay
1: (laughs) all right so next up we have for the x division championship speedball mike bailey versus jack evans
0: um, I'm going to say Mike Bailey.
1: I am too. I am too. All right. Next, we have Chris Sabin and Kushida versus Violent by Design. It says Diener and Joe Doring, but I feel like that's not the case, considering Eric Young's
0: promo. Um. <sighs> It's that's hard, right? Because like, if it's Eric Violent by Design is winning.
1: Yeah.
0: If it's Kushida and Chris Saban versus Doring and Diener, it's Kushida and Chris Saban.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: know what what are you picking?
1: I'm picking VBD because the go home math says VBD after Kushida stood tall.
0: Okay. Um. I, I hate to say it. I think I'm going with VVD as well. Um I think it's going to be a losing night for the time
2: splitter slash motor city machine guns.
1: Yeah, I I agree, I agree. Alright, um next up, if I can copy it. Thank you. We have Sammy Callahan versus Steve Macklin.
0: Um, going with Sammy
1: you're going with Sammy yeah I'm going with Sammy too because of his loss to uh, Moose however I'm putting my DQ card on this I feel like Moose could run in ruin the match for Macklin because Macklin stepped in in his match against Sammy okay um but as as much as I would want Macklin to win this, mostly because he beat Jay White and Chris Sabin in the same match. Um I, I don't think they'll give Sammy a loss here. Alright. Alright, next up we've got um Bullet Club versus Honor No More. If Honor No More loses, they uh, have to disband.
2: I'm going with Honor No More and a prayer that this is the last of it.
1: Um, and if Honor No More wins, they receive a shot at the Impact Tag Team Championships.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely going with Honor No More.
1: So you you're you're opting for them to stick together
2: and get the tag team shot, yeah. There's not really many other tag teams right now.
1: Yeah, you're you're definitely right about that.
0: I know
3: I am.
1: The thing is though, the thing like like definitely because good brothers are not. We know they're not sticking around. We know they're they're not staying on their contract with Impact. Um, so they have to lose those titles somehow. But you've also got VBD.
0: Um yeah, but VBD just had those titles and they dropped them. Yeah. It's like they were the last people that had the titles.
1: True. Very true. I I'm still gonna go with Bullet Club. Okay. Um anything is allowed in the match. It's what they said. So I have a feeling Bull Club's going to pull some Bullet Club shenanigans. Someone's going to show up because everyone from Honor No More is in this match. Except, Ken- oh, Kenny King's not on it.
2: Yeah, that was the whole point is that they were using Kenny King today as like a way to exhaust Carl.
1: Yeah. Um, that's another thing. We're supposed to think that Bull Club's down because Carl Anderson's limping. I think that's going to be like swear, like he's gonna like they're gonna pull it out um and and win it okay all right up next bandito versus ray horace
0: uh, going with bandito how can i not go with bandito
1: yeah i mean it was just announced he was signed so he's winning that oh, was it it was it was announced or rumored a little while ago god I
3: love bandito
1: all right. Up next we've got Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie versus Vexed, Chelsea Green and Diana Parazo for the Knockouts Tag Titles. Um I'm going with Vexed. I'm going to go with Vexed 2. Cuz the wild card here is Jessica and I have a feeling they could have Jessica turn on Rosemary and Taya, and we could see a lot of fun stuff between her and Vexed. Some fun little promos. Um and then Rosemary versus Jessica.
0: I hope not, but
2: it's possible. <laughs> I mean Havoc was the most recent addition to um uh Decay, so
3: Oh, okay. wouldn't be the
2: craziest thing to not have her be part of it
1: hmm interesting
2: like she joined right around the time that we started watching i think
1: oh real? oh yeah. The, I, yeah i think i remember that
0: yeah
1: um so up next we have jordan grace versus mia yim for the knockouts world championship
0: um i'm going with mia yim
1: i'm going with mia yim too i have a feeling jordan grace is not going to hold on to that for very long
2: you ever accidentally hit command and like another letter that like you didn't mean to hit and you're like what did i just do yeah did i just like set up the self-destruct button because <laughs> i accidentally hit command m and i was like uh.
1: mm. all right finally the main event josh alexander versus alex shelley for the impact world's championship
3: uh, I've got to go with Josh.
1: Yeah, me too. Alright, so... Where do we differ? Brian Myers and Boopender. Uh, Bullet Club and Honor No More. Bullet Club and Honor No More. So those are the only two. Okay.
2: And of course our DQ cards are on different places.
1: Right.
0: right. Which technically counts as a difference.
1: It does. Um, could result in a tie. But no
0: it couldn't oh well yes it could technically i see what
1: you're saying yeah um but if that happens we'll figure it out when it comes to it but that's those are our predictions for impact emergence remember we'll be going over those predictions on monday during our 2k22 stream um we won't be covering this in a recap at all liz would you like to close out the show
0: Yeah, sure. If you tune in tonight, thank you so much. If you tune in the future, thank you so much. If you tuned in the past, crazy. Like, shit, how'd you do it?
1: Um, we watched yesterday.
0: Time. Oh, yeah, I guess hmm. we do. We are
2: on, like, season three, episode 72. Season
1: three? Check out.
2: Yeah. I do our seasons based on when we do the uh, micro- Oh, okay. So we had the season prior to the micro we had the season after that, and then the season after the past micro where I very sick.
0: Um anyway. Uh by the way, it's August. You know what that means? The micromies are only a couple months away.
2: Get excited. You should be. If you're not, you should be.
1: Yeah. End of year awards and pro wrestling. We're I, I, I got an idea for us. I think I mentioned it to you like once before, like months ago, that we do kind of a pinfall podcast Hall of Fame. Where we choose some inductees to bring Yeah, in. sure. Um little, little fun extra thing to throw in there.
2: I'll induct a bitch, I don't care. Hell yeah. Um but yeah, Microm is super fun, definitely not inspired by my absolute affection for Microm. Um yes. Um so yeah, tune but don't worry about tuning into that just yet. Tune into that in January. Um tune in to Monday, King of the Ring. We're gonna have super fun with our WWE twenty-two rosters um that'll be a good time then tuesday we'll be streaming and then wednesday we'll be streaming and thursday we'll be streaming you can't get rid of us
1: and we'll be doing that's good because we love we'll be doing our predictions for the AEW trios tag tournament um on either monday or tuesday uh it's definitely got to be done before wednesday because that's when it starts so look out for that and that's all happening at twitch.tv forward slash pinfall podcast and all of our other stuff, YouTube, Spotify, Twitter, it's all Pinfall Podcast. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Elias at Elaine23. And we'll see you all uh, on Monday for 2K22. Have a great rest of your night. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Bye bye.